I just had a conversation with a maker um, who had this realization that his work was overpriced and he wanted to talk to me about how he should go about lowering it. And so we had that discussion about, you know, essentially how, how price is a, is a tool that allows you to generate as much demand as you want. But there was this other lever that we didn't touch on as much in the conversation, but I wanted to um, talk about here because it became clear when I looked through his account, his Instagram feed, that the other lever that he was neglecting, that he could really use to much greater advantage than he currently was, the lever he could use to much greater advantage was the lever of using social media much more strategically. Let me challenge all of you who are listening to this to take a moment and look at your Instagram account. I assume if you follow me here, it's most of you also follow me on Instagram, which means you have an Instagram account. Look at your account and try to put yourself in the shoes of somebody who doesn't know you at all, who comes across your account. From looking at your account, what will they know about your life? Will they have a sense of where you live? Will they have a sense of who you are? Do you talk about things other than the just exact things that are in the photos? Or are your captions just that? Captions that are just about the photos and not about anything else? Does your photography have a focus and a coherence that makes it recognizably yours, such that your feed sort of feels like one cohesive thing, and then it's good. Do you think about your photography? Do you think about the algorithm and how to use hashtags and opportunities like Reels to gain more attention than you otherwise would? All of these are things that this maker could do better. And it's actually tremendously exciting because it, it means that while I still think that lowering their price is a, is a smart move, it also means that there's a lot of room for growth simply by doing those things better. So the problem with lowering your price to generate more demand is that How much demand you have is based around two things. First, it's based around how many people even know that you exist. And the second is, is what you're offering a good fit for those people? Now, obviously, you just need enough people to want what you're offering to fill up whatever time you're trying to fill up with that thing. So there's no advantage to you to having five times as many people want what you want if you don't have the ability to meet that demand, in which case you increase your price till it's closer to like one and a half to two times as many people want what you want, want what you want, want what you have to offer, right? So 
the point is for any price a smaller and smaller percentage of people are going to be a good fit because in general people are more willing to take a risk on something that's cheaper And also there's the effect of when something feels like it's undervalued in a bargain, then it drives people to want it because it's a bargain. But the point is that you're not trying to make it so that somebody, anybody wants your work. You're trying to make it so that you have to find fewer people in order to find enough people. And my point is, you can work on both ends of that, of that puzzle. You can grab it from both ends. You can say, well, I'll make it a little less expensive, but I will also work on my outreach. I will also work on making myself known to people. Getting myself on people's radar so that they have a larger pool of people who will be aware of my work and therefore I'll find a greater number who are interested in buying and the thing is we can be tempted to not do a good job with the outreach part we tell ourselves it's not our strength it's not what we're interested in it's not what i want to spend my time doing well if you can find a way to build your business such that you don't have to sell to people all over the world online great go do that and your your local genius will serve you quite well within that setting there are many settings if you're a maker where the smart move is to try and make yourself world famous to the right tiny tiny group of people who will know who you are from all over the world because of their affiliation with this subset of whatever it is that you do. And if that's your play, if that's the play that makes sense, then you say that that's not you and you're not interested in it at your peril. Okay, my apologies. I just had a, a long conversation with some uh, neighbors who I hadn't seen in a long time. And I can't remember where I left off, so I'll simply end with this thought, which is that you could tell yourself that what you're doing is working fine and you just need some more time to go by to grow things slowly. And to a certain extent, that's true. But there's another truth that is a little less comfortable which is that you need your account. You need the attention that's coming to you. You need the number of followers you have to be growing, not necessarily faster than others, but growing at a fast enough rate that you are bringing in fresh people who are interested in what you're doing faster than you are losing the attention of the people who are following you. Because a lot of people don't bother unfollowing you when they are 
no longer paying attention. They simply stop engaging with your work and then the algorithm doesn't show you to them anymore. So unless you are bringing in fresh, interested people at a faster rate than you are losing people through attrition of, of inattention, then even though your numbers of followers is continuing to go up, the actual attention that you have is dwindling. And that fact is masked by the increasing trend. Now it's all very fuzzy and, and for what that is will depend on each person. But what I would say is because you cannot tell what the situation actually is for yourself, let alone for somebody else, whether you're losing people faster than you're gaining people, your best recourse is to do everything you can to grow as fast as you reasonably can within the boundaries of what you're willing to do. being as creative as you can be about that. And so, I know that that's an, um, an uncomfortable statement because essentially what I'm saying is you can't tell if, if you're growing or shrinking, but you need to assume that you're shrinking and grow as best you can at all times. And that's life. That's what we're signed up for. And there is rarely a moment in life where you can really rest on your laurels for long. Because life is too dynamic for that. And our success is always based on, it's always something that other people give us. Sometimes we get success because one person in a very strategic position gives us success. But very often we gain success because many people support us and give us success. And one of the problems when you get your success from a lot of people is that it can hide from us the fact that we need to continue getting the support of people in order for that to continue. Yes, it is more stable. It is less less at risk of being thrown by the decision of this person or that person. But it is at risk of us taking it for granted and not doing what we need to do to continue being worthy of that support. And by being worthy of that support, I mean continue growing who we are reaching. And chances are good for every single person listening that the lowest hanging fruit, the most bang for your buck, the, the best chance you've got of increasing the amount of attention and therefore people who are interested in what you're doing and want to support you 
and can form that base of many, many hands supporting you is by using social media as well as you can. Manipulating price is important, but it's not enough, not if there are improvements to be made in how you put yourself forward. Thank you for listening. Talk tomorrow.